Hi, I'm Keenan. And I'm Rachel. And this week on Part of Our World, we have Matt from Love of the Mouse Podcast. We're here to talk about how to keep the Disney magic alive when you can't go to Disney. All right, welcome. Tonight we are going to be discussing with a very special guest. You may know him from Love of the Mouse podcast, Matt. Welcome. Thanks for joining. Thank you guys for having me. Um, it's great to be back, I guess. Um, this yeah. is my second time on the show. My yeah. first time recording with Rachel, so I'm very excited to get to know you and Keenan. It's always fun with this uh, this Pittsburgh-Cleveland rivalry. I know, right? I I showed him earlier in the pre-show that I do have my Browns glassware and he joked that he's going to go get a Steelers cup and we said don't do that <laughs> please no um yeah so our listeners may remember back when you came on and talked about the food and wine experience of 2019 which is really awesome we are actually planning on going this year for food and wine so I know I'm going to go back and listen to that episode again in preparation because there was lots of good morsels yes morsels oh yeah i i definitely recommend food and wine it's my favorite time to go i don't remember what the actual topic was supposed to be but rachel got real sick and so i just reached out to you and said hey can you do a trip report <laughs> you're like yeah i'd love to yeah i'm always willing to help out yeah it's awesome. yeah we have an awesome uh community and we've developed a sweet friendship from that so still hoping once the theme parks open back up that do like a Cedar Point or Kennywood or something like that. Yeah, You're for sure. Kennywood, right? Yeah, only about 25 minutes from Kennywood. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. Yeah. We're still like two and a half hours from Cedar Point. Yeah, but two and a half, but it's yeah. totally worth it. Yes. I've already bought one ticket. Take our kid. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> that brings us into tonight's topic because we're going to be talking about keeping the Disney magic alive. And this is true whether or not the parks are closed like they are currently or it's just a long time in between trips because when you're away from disney it can be pretty painful i yeah. think and so there's lots of different ways that you can kind of bring that disney magic into your home or into your workplace and kind of live vicariously through the magic that the parks offer even when you're not there yeah yeah disney's something that for many of us brings us happiness to the soul and you know, something that we can escape and find joy and it is our happy place. And right now, no one can go to their no. happy place physically. But, you know, since, you know, we don't get to go that often as it is, we have found ways to keep the magic alive when we are far, never at heart, but in proximity right. from the parks. Yes. So I've had to learn a lifestyle of this. Um, throughout my childhood and adulthood so yeah you had delayed gratification for like 30 some years yeah this is basically how I live my life is doing <laughs> these things not really actually but could have been and Matt you did not renew your annual pass this year right unfortunately no so no, I had to be an actual adult and not do that kind of stuff so you went from Budgets. pretty routine trips to just avoid um 
I wouldn't say avoid. I'm always on the lookout to plan another trip. Uh-huh. Um, I don't have any planned right now. And honestly, the past three years, around the middle of March, I've gone to Disney, and this was the first time that I haven't. So it was really fortunate because the weekend that I would have gone would have been the weekend that the park shut down. Mm. So fortunately, that wasn't the case for me this year. Um, yeah. But I'm always looking to to go back, and I think seven times in a in a span of three years is Not is bad. good. Yeah, yeah, that's great. We yeah, that many would be blessed to live. So are you going to try to squeeze one in in 2020 because you 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 did not get to Rise of Resistance? Right? Did you do Smuggler's Run? I forget. I did do Smuggler's Run. Yes. I got to pilot the Falcon, so that was really cool. That's right. Okay. But no Mickey Minnie's run, Runaway Railway. Nope. Sir. We've got um well, who knows with delays when um Remy's Ratatouille Adventure will Right. Open, but that's supposed right. to be this summer. I think if I do go, it'll probably be at the food and wine time, just in principle. Mm-hmm. It, it is my favorite time to go. And since I've gone the past few years, I've really talked Tori into wanting to go. So the two of us could potentially go together, and that would be really, really cool. Well, if we happen to be there the same weekend, then a meetup is mandatory. Oh, yeah. for sure. Yes. Somewhere in the world. Probably World Showcase. Absolutely. All right. Awesome. So, so how we do we keep the Disney magic alive? Yeah. So I'm thinking we just kind of share our ideas and talk about them, and we'll just kind of do roundtable, and eventually, yeah. really, we will exhaust ideas. Although there's probably maybe we'll tons. just have to put a kibosh. And then the- for listeners, if there's any that we miss, you know, tweet at us, and we will retweet those out. Because I'm sure there's going to be things that we did not think of that are pretty good, mm-hmm. I guess. Yes. All right, Matt, since you are our very special guest, would you like to start with your first way of keeping the Disney magic alive? Yeah, so I think one of the things, like, I'm going to try and be a little non-conventional, and I'm sure we'll talk about a lot of the same things that I have written down that you guys have thought of as well. Um but Tori actually brought this one up to me when I was reading over her list or my list with her. And she said, well, why don't you talk about like making Disney food? Because you're like so into food and you love eating, which is not a knock at me, but I guess it could be taken that way to some people. You're a foodie. I wouldn't even go that far. I just like to eat. (laughs) (laughs) But she said, just replicating any kind of Disney food that you can. And also, they sell the Mickey bars and Mickey ice cream outside of the parks now. So that's a great way to uh, live the Disney magic while the parks are closed. Yeah. This past, was it this past? Yeah. So last summer, I remember we got a box of Mickey ice cream bars just yes. to try to keep the magic alive after our trip. Yeah. We're like, okay. It's not, it's, it's not quite the there, but it's something, but it's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I am not quite good enough, I think to recreate some of those dishes, but, no, but we get those some recipes from um, Tom over at Disney Dishes Blog. Mm-hmm. We've done their avocado margarita. Yeah, so we need to make some mm-hmm. of the food dishes. Like, I really want to do Mickey beignets. Yes, we need a Mickey cookie cutter. It's true. It's important. I feel like that's essential. But we do our Death Star waffles. Right. Yeah. So, Matt, do you have any like specific go-to's to? Um, 
honestly, other than alcohol, no. <laughs> no, I, I can't say that Better. I, <laughs> yeah, I can't say that I have tried to recreate really anything that I've eaten. Um, I can purchase the Eggo Mickey waffles that don't yeah. look like Mickey Mouse. They just have that weird imprint. Right. Um, it's something. Yeah, it's, it's something. Too. Yeah. For sure. Um, I definitely, I've had my fair share of excellent meals at Disney, but I definitely think excellent drinks before I think excellent food from Disney parks. So I'm with you. I'm more of a drink recipe kind of guy. Yeah. But we did just get, um, ooey gooey toffee cake recipe from our neighbor oh. and they're Disney people. So I'll have to make that. I'll give it a try. If I could send it to you, Matt, I would. But awesome. <laughs> the way you can send them the recipe. Send me the recipe. I was thinking <laughs> the actual cake, like mailing, like, you know, Cross contamination and oh, yeah. whatnot, and you know, probably get stale or something or leak out of the package. I don't know. What I'm saying is, we have to make that cake, and I'll send you the I'll recipe. Say ooey gooey brownies, probably not an essential. No, it's not brownies. It's oh. toffee cake. Ooey, ooey gooey toffee cake. Probably not essential. It's like buzzword, 2020 buzzword. Is it essential? Should you make? Oh, I see. That? I see. Yeah. All right, Rachel. It's a little bit essential. Well, yeah, for Disney freaks, definitely. Right. All right, Rachel, what's one of yours? I mean, I just started simple by saying just like little perks throughout the day, like what I did today. I was feeling pretty gloomy today, to be honest, but I put on my stitch shirt. So any Disney apparel that you have, and I was drinking coffee out of my, I think I chose my Winnie the Pooh mug today. So just adds a little spark of joy. Yeah. Spark joy um, to your day. And that, you know, it could just be like a character that you really love that just, you know, brings you joy or comforts you or whatever, or a souvenir from the park just to remind you of a magical time. Mm -hmm. That is just a little, little tidbit I did today. Yeah, I think that's a good one. Um, you guys are listening to audio out there, but I can see the video and two of our three co-hosts of this show have disney shirts on the one who really the yeah. ones who really love so that's got a toy story shirt on Let's... Have a toy story shirt on yeah so i i completely agree with you rachel um for me this is this is one of the things that i had written down as well and um fortunately me being a graphic designer i can wear a t-shirt to work every day if i really wanted to so my work attire is pretty much disney t-shirts and khakis Perfect. so it's fantastic and I'm, I'm pretty much wearing a disney t-shirt every day and my desk at work is surrounded with disney coffee mugs funko pops just there's disney at every corner of my desk at work so it's, it's pretty awesome yeah and i see a really cool poster behind you too is that it's like that, space mountain it is a puzzle that i bought at the parks it, it's um it has all four parks and it's like this really modern kind of looking design and i bought that after i did all four parks in one day for the first time so that was oh. really cool that's yeah, cool. it's a really cool souvenir. Well, it's not. That's a good point too. It's not just a cool souvenir, but you've attached it to a specific memory, which is something that I was thinking of. Where it's like, whether it's interior design, which I think is a big one, or T-shirts that you're wearing, or whatever, you have these. Like we've got somewhere around here, the Mickey Sipper, and this was like a sought-after item on our last trip, and then just have quite the you know, just have memories attached to stuff that you've gotten from your trips there. And putting those, whether it's in your office, your home office, just a, a favorite room in your house, or just little reminders of, 
of Disney, which I think is really good. I will say if I could wear a Disney shirt every day to work, my entire wardrobe would be Disney shirts. Yeah, we need to get you some Disney ties and we really do. Stuff like that. Yeah. Bow tie Tuesday. Yeah. Make it Mickey. Put a Mickey on it. Yeah. I think that's how the phrase goes, right? For sure. Right. <laughs> Make it Mickey. It, it is now. That can be our show's catchphrase. We really need one. You know, put a Mickey on it. Hashtag put a Mickey on it. Or no, didn't you say make it make it Mickey? I don't know. No, I said put a Mickey on. Yeah. It. Okay. Um. All right, guys. I'm also gonna start super simple. Disney movies. Well, yeah. I mean, it kind of goes without saying, but especially being quarantined right now, it's like Disney Plus has just been a savior, and the fact that they released Frozen two, and they're about to release Onward, it's pretty incredible. But there's a lot of good. Um, we watch like the Mickey shorts all the time. Cedric is obsessed with Bluey, which I'm hopefully at some point we can meet Bluey in the parks. Oh my know. gosh. I don't think, I don't even know if it's actually Disney though. It's, it's like Australian it's on Disney TV network. But, um, you know, in, in addition to just watching the movies, um, I wanted to give a shout out. So you've got Jocelyn, whose Twitter handle I think is Disney Gratitude. One. One. Is that right? Um, she is doing, well, we can include this in the show notes, um, but she is doing a basically a watch group where each week they pick a different movie and then you watch it sometime before the week. And then on Saturday, everybody gets together in like a Zoom meeting and kind of discusses the movie. So last week was Pirates of the Caribbean and this week is The Lion King. So that's Live kind action. of, it's a good question. I don't know, actually, Check. but that's a killing two birds with one stone for that one because you're getting Disney community and watching Disney movies. But I also literally right before recording this episode, I was on Facebook and normally I, I avoid promoted posts like the plague. But this one caught my eye and it was like Disney movie activities and it was like PDFs and it was basically, you know, crossword puzzles, um, you know, coloring mazes. It was just a bunch of stuff for kids. And I hesitate calling it a Disney movie activity because you wouldn't do this while they're watching the movie, but you could make a whole day centered around 101 Dalmatians or Aristocats. Yeah. So Speaking of cats. Um, and that was Theme Park Professor. Okay. And I was like, oh, this is cool. I immediately yeah. bookmarked, bookmarked it. I thought that was a really good idea. Um, and I'm going to shut up here in a second, but I also want to give a special nod to if you're missing Disney Parks in particular, Disney Plus also has the One Day at Disney documentary. And the Imagineering story, yeah. which are just incredible yes. views into the parks. So have, did not we just we haven't finished. Have uh-uh. we? we need to get on there. Yeah, that's um, perfect to watch right now. Oh yeah, so good. So yeah, you can get the Disney magic from Little Mermaid, for instance. But if you're really missing the parks, you can you can watch that. Somebody tweeted yesterday that Disney Plus should put on those old promotional videos that they would send out. Oh, that would be awesome. Like, you know, when you would request a Disney trip information and they'd send you oh, a DVD yeah. in the mail. So he's like, they should totally put those on Disney plus. I'm like, yeah. Oh my gosh. I would totally just have that on in the background while doing something playing animal crossing. Yes. Right. But yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, had a lot to say about movies apparently. But... Yeah. I obviously had that as well. Yeah, um, me too. Oops. Um, but yeah, ro- watching the right Disney movie can just put you in the right mood and we've been really enjoying the classics lately um and which have been on disney plus luckily. 
Um, so we have Robin Hood. We've liked Aristocats has been like our kids go to for some reason. He's a like Disney of hipster. all, I'm telling you, man. Yeah, of all movies, he's like I want to watch Aristocats again. Like, okay, sure. We watch Rescuers, Alice in Wonderland, Sleeping Beauty, Hundred One Dalmatians, and it is really nice that they're just all in one place. So this is not a promo for Disney Plus, but it probably very well could be because we've definitely enjoyed it. If you love and, Disney at this point and you don't have Disney Plus, I question your sanity. Yeah, I mean, if you can get it, if that is possible for you in your budget, it's definitely definitely treated us well. We've definitely got some miles out of it already. Yeah. So, oh, me too. It's probably the best thing that Disney has done outside of the parks in a very long time, in my opinion. So, yeah, they really needed it to be a home run, and I think it's still too early to tell. But the initial launch has been nothing short of awesome. I still yes. can't believe that Onward's coming out on it in like a week. I know that's so awesome. Yeah. Did you get a chance to see that yet, Matt? I did. Yes. And I loved it. Yeah. I absolutely loved it. I yes. feel like a lot of people are going to realize how great that movie is. I don't think the trailer sold it for people, but now they're going to watch it just because it's on. Right. It's there. And they're like, oh, wow, this right. was actually fantastic. Yep. And that's exactly how I went into it. I was like, you know, that it doesn't look like something that Pixar is really done it doesn't look like to their caliber but it was it was everything that pixar typically does and more yeah yeah so i'm excited to watch that one again oh my gosh can't wait i already wanted to go to the theater again and it is a bummer that they like i mean it's just such a weird time right now people are just losing money but but i don't know <laughs> to be able to watch it again so soon is great yes Thank you, Disney, for mm -hmm. that. All right, Matt, you are up next. All right, let's see. Um, so this kind of goes without saying, but we, we're talking about the parks a lot. Um, just looking at old trip photos, um, going through photo albums, going through fo photos that you've had saved on your phone, Instagram, all that stuff, just going through old photos, um, checking out Instagram for other people's photos, just looking at pictures of the parks. Yeah. That's really good. I recently got into TikTok <laughs> and I've been like, oh, I should just clip, you know, 15 seconds of a Disney moment put it on TikTok. So I've been going through those and it's great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I try to. So I run the Instagram, which it's, I do a pretty sad job at it, but I do like to go back through and because, you know, we're not there all the time, so I'm not getting fresh content all the time, but to go back through. And it's like, oh, that was such a good day. Oh, right. Animal Kingdom Day. Yeah, we did this. And to right. post that on Instagram. and Yeah. And you don't have to post it to get that feeling. But there is something about, I don't know, you, sometimes you just wake up and you're just like, I, it feels like a Disney day. and Or, you know, I'm just feeling like it's a Peter Pan day. And then you're like, oh, well, I remember meeting Peter Pan. And then next thing you know, you're looking at the picture and you're, yeah, there's your little caption yeah. for it. And, yeah, what is it about? There's just some days where you're just like, oh, I just miss it so bad. Or I just really that's like miss Epcot today. Nine days out of ten for me. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. I feel like if I have time to slow down and think, I'm missing Disney. The only yeah. time I'm not is when I'm like so busy that I can't think any about anything other than what I'm preoccupied with. Yeah. Then I sit down yeah. at the dinner table and I'm like, let's put on some... Uh, jungle cruise background music yeah yeah 
Is that one of yours? It is actually. I'm getting ahead of myself. You can go ahead then. Yeah. Well, that, we'll change it up. <laughs> that's it in a nutshell. Um, no, I think music, obviously you've got the Disney songs, but there's something about music that plays at the parks. And Matt, you I'm guessing can relate to this as a graphic designer because you probably get to listen to things all day. Whereas like I can only during my planning periods put on my music. But when I do, it's, you know, the Epcot um, Innovations Pavilion music or World Showcase loop. It's just like those background loops just kind of take you there. So, yeah, you're absolutely right. That's pretty much what I listen to on a daily basis um, while I'm working, while, while I'm doing anything. I apologize if you hear barking. I have a puppy now, so she's uh, she's a little rambunctious. But um, was this a quarantine gift? Uh, no, it was a it was a Valentine's gift. Oh, okay. Very yeah. Um, so, speaking about the the music. The past, well, since I've been working from home during this this quarantine, um, every single day I've had some kind of park loop music on in the background, just throwing it on on YouTube, on the TV, and just working through that. And it always comes back to the resort TV loop. Yes. Whatever, like... He loves resort TV loop. <laughs> it's the best. Yeah. And, and I don't even put it on. At, like, I'll just go through, like, okay, I'll listen to Pandora one day. And then somehow, some way, it just goes back to resort TV at the end of the day. And I'm totally fine with it. So I can't complain about that. Oh, yeah. So true story. I listened to the resort loop so much and love it. And there was this one suite that kept coming on. And I'm like, I actually don't know what this is, but I just love it so much. So eventually, I'm, I decided to check the resort TV description or whatever they didn't have the song titles but i scroll down the very first comment was you know they had um pinned it at the top and it said here's the track listing and it turns out it was from enchanted and i had never oh. seen it before so for like two weeks i'm like rachel we have to watch yeah enchanted. We watch we enchanted. To watch yeah we finally did we did and the music's great and it's a pretty good movie but like oh man i just i love it like you know i can pinpoint the exact movie. moment in the resort loop or the resort TV loop where that song comes in uh-huh. because it's always so like, regardless of when you're listening or like what month you're listening to or whatever, they always go in the same order. It's just, sometimes it'll start here or sometimes it'll start there. So the, it flows sequentially regardless, but I can always pinpoint that part too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. 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 I remember when we first started this podcast, I'd only been to the parks one time and I've been to a full two times now. <laughs> um, but you kept like asking people like, what's your favorite like park loop music? And I'm like, that is such a, like, I don't understand. What are you talking about? Because I, I didn't just listen to Disney park music. Um, but that's something I miss so much coming back from the parks. I'm like, why isn't there magical music playing all the time wherever I am? So now I get it. Oh, good. Yeah. And so, so yeah, he'll just put on. <laughs> well, I guess I don't have a favorite park loop still, but I don't just sit there and listen to park music because I don't really have a lot of opportunity to just sit and listen to background music. I just don't. Um, you don't put music on in the background like I do all the time. Yeah. And I'm also just, I don't work at a desk as much. Right. Um, so anyway, but when you put stuff on like 
during dinner and stuff like that. I don't know. I really like the the French Quarter stuff that we live because that just takes me back to the resort yeah. that we stayed at. So listen nice. on the bus like a little twang of the like mm-hmm. cicadas chirping and whatnot. Yeah. Oh, good times! I'm putting that on right now. Am I? Yeah, in post. Oh. I'm listening to cicadas. Oh, yes, right now. Shout out to Kungaloosh Radio. They're the only people I found that have the freaking bus loop from Port Orleans. <laughs> That's my favorite. Such a random thing. It's only like a minute long, but that Port Orleans bus loop, uh. though. Yeah, I obviously had music on mine as well. Um, so you did a sing along tonight. You did. took it to the next level. I mean, yeah. I heard there was Rope Drop Radio was doing our our podcast buddies over at Rope Drop. Um, we're doing a Disney music sing-along with, yeah, they just opened that up on Zoom. So I was like, okay, I'll try to make it. So I went for the little last few songs of that and belted out some good ones. Happily Ever After from the parks, Into the Unknown, DuckTales. So, of course, I love belting out a good song. But also, um, curating good Disney music playlists Mm -hmm. is a good time. Yeah, so I'm I'm working on a Disney dance party playlist. Great. Yeah. Because we have share that out for the rest of us. I will. Keenan, what's your uh, what's your Disney dance party song? Disney dance party song. I don't know. Maybe I do I. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. And that's my gut check answer. Yeah. (laughs) Matt, do you have one? Uh, no, pretty much anything that comes on, I'll, I, like, I, I don't dance, I don't sing. If you listen to our top five Disney songs or top ten Disney songs or whatever we did a while back, and I had to sing, it was one of the worst things <laughs> that I have ever had to do, but I did it for comedy, and comedy only, so. Oh. Anything for the pod. Oh, yeah. It's for oh, the yeah. Pod. We always say that. It's for the pod. <laughs> so, Rachel, were you just piggybacking, or do you have your your own next uh, item on the list there? That I mean, both. <laughs> That's mine. Disney music, creating playlists, and I was going to mention the the sing along. Yeah. So, being able to sing it is great, even if you're Matt. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate it. <laughs> I mean, come on, like maybe in a crowd or we wouldn't do it right now over Zoom, but in the shower? Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Like in the car by myself? Yes. Like if I'm listening to any kind of Disney music in the car, I'm always belting. And especially if I'm in traffic, I want people to look at me. Yeah. Yeah. I like to think I'm not as bad as I am. So do you guys ever do this where you're singing and you're like, oh, this sounds just like Ariel or whatever. So you turn the volume down and try to sing and it just turn it back up and yeah and then bring it up. You're like, yep, yep. yeah not remember, definitely not no no you're not <laughs> no keenan can get up there with his like range though it's impressive um it's just by impressive i mean scary and yeah. weird um <laughs> no i remember when i was i saw aladdin in the theaters and i was singing a whole new world afterward and i asked my cousin shane i was like do i sound I'm like, do I sound like Jasmine? He just looks at me and he goes, no. <laughs> like, just super blunt. Just looks me in the eye. No, you don't. I'm like, oh, 
my little 10 year old heart was a little shattered but i've been working on it ever since i'm getting close <laughs> i'm sure yeah all right next way that we can keep the disney magic alive um so me being a graphic designer i think everybody is able to be creative in some sense so even if you don't think you can draw or paint or do something in that regard you can try like it's been awesome i've seen on twitter pretty recently that disney has started putting out like those how to draw videos yeah. of their characters like they did a i think a mickey mouse one not too long ago and it's really fun to see artists and people who don't consider themselves artists doing these kind of things and just being creative yeah. and especially in a time like this i think creativity is something that everybody can relate to um, it brings people happiness and even if it doesn't turn out good in your own eyes somebody can look at that and be like oh wow you tried and you did something and you used you know those other brain powers that you aren't using every single day yeah that's awesome i actually had that as well and i think you said it a hundred times better than i could have <laughs> um so yeah that's great i was thinking yeah like trying your hand at some disney art and some disney sketches my mom got me this like how to draw different disney characters book which i'm definitely not an artist um but that's been really fun like my i made a new year's resolution to learn to draw three disney characters so like so i've sketched mickey mouse you know but i want to like get like comfortable where I could just, you know, sit down and doodle dick. Oh my gosh, doodle what? <laughs> uh, this is a child-friendly show. Um, Mickey Mouse or Donald Duck is what I meant to say. Um, yeah. Whew. That or, um, let's see, I do have, are we able to move on? Um, I have, more oh, well, real quick before you no. do, speaking of drawing Donald Duck, <laughs> no, um, Matt, you mentioned Disney artists. I, I think there are multiple ones doing this, but Michael Woodside on YouTube is doing, he's a Disney artist. He's doing one every, looks like he missed the weekend, but Monday through Friday, he's doing one every day during social isolation. And today was learn how to draw Donald Duck. Very cool. Those things are super fun. I'm a terrible artist, but it's fun to sit there and kind of try to get it. Yeah. And then you end up with something that it doesn't matter if it's good. You, you, it was the journey. It was the journey. And you're, yeah, try and learn a new skill, like you said. Um, we also have a Disney ideas book that I also got as a gift. And it's just like little fun games or crafts or just a bunch of different, you know, I guess sort of quote Pinteresty things you can do with Disney characters, Disney movies. And I also made a goal to learn some Disney songs on the piano and the guitar, which like I kind of dabble at both of those instruments. I'm not good at either one, but I would like to be able to pick up the guitar and play. I don't know. Maybe at last I see the light. Oh, that'd be very cool. A good one. I don't know. Yeah. So I have some, I would love some that. goals there, Yeah, but yeah, I totally agree. Get creative. Use your skills a little bit. Try to get artsy. Yeah. Um, one thing I would add to the craft category is Legos. Oh, yeah. Yes. I mean, they're kind of pricey, but... They are. If money but... is no object. Mm -hmm. Or no, if you're looking to spend money on things that you can do at home, uh, especially during this time, then 
Legos. There's so many sweet uh, Disney Legos. I would love to do Cinderella's Castle. Yeah. I'm never going to pay for it, but that would just be amazing to put that together. It's kind of funny because this was one of the things that I had on my list was play with toys. And like, I know you guys have a kid. I don't. So it's a little weird for me to say this, but like I had my, like I said, my desk is filled with Disney stuff and my desk at home is even worse than my desk at work. Like I have like a, like a legit buzz and Woody and tons and tons of pops and just figures, stuffed animals everywhere. So if you're bored, like it's fine. Create your own story. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that. We're all kids. Oh, I know. Yeah. And I if you aren't, like, yeah. how are you a Disney fan? Right. That <laughs> like is, that, I feel like that's like, a essential quality of a Disney fan is I we're kids so. at heart. That's what it brings out in us, I feel. It's true. Isn't <laughs> it over here? Um, Disney puzzles too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. also yeah, we're gonna. We didn't finish our Christmas one. We're gonna have to bust that out again. It's I a think. shame. But no time like the present to yeah bring that one out again. That's right. But they have a lot of really cool ones, obviously. But I do like the Thomas Kincaid ones. I don't know. Maybe he's controversial because people are too he like he's too whimsy or something like that. But I think his paintings are very pretty. I don't know. So, I haven't heard complaints. <laughs> I have a Beauty and the Beast one in my bedroom. There you go. Yeah. And I still need, this might be, I don't know what category this falls in. Usually I have a Disney calendar going and I just haven't been able to get my hands on one this year. Mm -hmm. So, we're still working on that. But that's nice because every time you change the month. Yeah. It's like. Or every day you're looking at it, looking at the date, seeing what events you put on there or whatever. It's Disney. Disney art, Disney yeah. calendars, Disney. Put Disney everywhere you can in your house. Yep, yep. All right. Who are we on? Matt just went and then I kind of. We all chimed in on that. It's all good. So, yeah, I think it's you, Rachel. Well, hold on then. <laughs> um, yeah, so we can't go to the parks right now, but. Um, living through people that were there and pretending like we're in the mid most magical place on earth. Um, just like so, vlogs, you mean? Yeah, so turning into your favorite vlogs, just yeah. watching through those. So I've been liking um, Napoli Ever After. It's mm -hmm. good. They're a young family. It's a husband and wife. They're from the UK, I believe, and they have two young daughters. Um, I'm a sucker for the bucket list family. Yes, you are. And they go to disney a lot so those are fun videos to watch and then there's other ones we have um our friends the uk disney cup that uk disney couple paul and cheryl paul and cheryl and then yeah, you have great. a lot of uk people you mean orlando and mac and sarah those are all okay good uk folks i think they're all uk yeah i like um jackie super enthused is pretty good um just real down to earth um Burger with everything. Sean. Roselle. He doesn't do a lot of Disney stuff anymore. But I used to love all his Disney content. Yeah, so. Matt, you got any vlogs that you watch even um, regularly? The only ones I would say I watch regularly are DFB Guide. Oh, yes. I love yeah. watching the 
love watching the food videos. You're planning a trip and it's like every day. Okay. I forget how often she releases episodes, but you're watching them three times a week. Yeah. But when you're like a trip's coming up, literally you're watching them as they're coming out and like scheduling your time around the latest DFB vlog. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. It's like, I mean, in my opinion, that's like the pinnacle of Disney vlogging right there, just because of how consistent they are, how big of a following they have, and just how awesome all of the content that they put out really is. Such useful information all the yeah. time. Yes. It's just enjoyable. Yes. And I forgot to mention Absolutely. Thrills and Magic. The what? Thrills oh, yeah, and Thrills and Magic. Andres. Yeah, his stuff's really good, too. There's, there's tons. Yeah, there's tons. We've talked so about we on this. You, We've I'm talked sorry. about on the show. This is probably... We bring this up all the time, but I remember getting into vlogs initially and just being kind of frustrated that people were either annoying or boring or I liked them, but they weren't really releasing content very regularly. You just got to find, keep checking and keep digging because you're eventually going to find people that for whatever reason you click with, you like their personality, or you can imagine yourself going to the parks with them or whatever. And next thing you know, that's they're your go-to vloggers. And ha- I think having those people that you watch, you can feel like you're there with them is an excellent way to yep. deal with the lack of Disney magic, Rachel. So it's a good one. I'm missing the parks a lot now. Yes, I know. I know we're like, this is like the antithesis of what we should do. Although I think this is conversing about it is on my list, but um, I want to talk you know, specifically about planning for a future trip because this is something i've heard from people whether they go every three years every six months whatever it is always as soon as that first trip is over you're thinking about the next trip and so matt you said you're not even sure if you're going to go in 2020 but i bet you're brainstorming what a potential 2020 trip would look like and i think that that's part of at least for me the magic is the planning and the anticipating and the thinking about what could we do while we're there and shameless plug, but that's one of the reasons I became a travel agent who specializes in Disney is because I just, it really is fulfilling to me to think about how to spend my time at Disney. So I like to do it for other people too. I, I completely agree. I think, you, I mean, you said it perfectly, but you're absolutely right where the minute I leave is the minute that I start planning or my my head starts rolling and my thoughts are, you know, all over the place of when am I going to go back? When am I going to be at Disney again? And (laughs) I'm, I shouldn't do this, but I do. I always check flights just because I'm curious. Oh yeah. It's like, Oh, you know, if I could get a cheap flight, I could maybe swing this. And there's like, during this uh, during this whole quarantine period, it's like, oh, I could get a round trip flight for a hundred bucks. Would it be worth it? But when the parks aren't open, it's like, mm, no, nah, I don't think so. But if I book it far enough out, and the parks could be open. Could it be worth it? Like it's just those things that you know. Yeah. You know, it's it's the spur of the moment. That's I shouldn't exactly do this. Right. We are might to go this fall, but it's like. Can we get flights now? They're super cheap, but we don't know what things are going to look like. I'm banking on the parks being open and for food and wine season. Yeah. So. But yeah. Hope. Um, like, there's so much you can do, though. I mean, we love touring plans and just messing around with 
possible way you spend your days. I know like as a travel agent, like I will send clients like right off the bat, sort of like, Hey, it's crazy to think about it. Cause but 180 days out, you have to start thinking about basically your trip because you're thinking about dining reservations. Well, if you're going to be dining in the parks, you got to think about what parks you're going to do on what days. So it starts very far out thinking about, Oh, well, what if we were there this, this Monday and this Tuesday and what would we do? And yeah. Doesn't Disney do like a, a deal if you re, if you book your next trip while you're still at the park? Yes. It's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, we know you're Capitalizing on that. Yeah. We know you can't get enough. Yeah. They do. But yeah, you are really good at just like, I don't know. He really does get a lot of joy of planning these trips. Cause I remember I was all sad. I'm like, we're, we went to Disney, but we're never going to be able to go again. You know, it was like our one shot. And then Kina made this whole like plan and budget and then made this poster board for my birthday of like all these Disney characters for each week and like a little thing that we would do basically yeah it was a savings plan but like had like a little note behind each character Uh of like something fun to do at the park yeah and I think at that point it was was it two years away at that point or a year and a half it was a year and a half year and a half but either way it was like that might feel far away but it's happening and we can anticipate it and start working toward it. Yeah. I'm not, I don't have that kind of brain, but. Yeah. It's, now you... I just send part of my paycheck each month into an account. It's going to help favorite Disney because it, ha- it has to happen. We have, yeah. <laughs> now we make it happen. Yeah. All right. That was mine. Are we back to Matt now? I think so. All right. Um, so I will put like a warning before this one because it can be dangerous. Maybe not as dangerous as booking a Disney trip, but looking on Shop Disney and like Disney stores and just Disney merchandise, always browsing for new things because it's fun to window shop, but then it's also people like me who get impulsive and it's like, mm, I really want this. And then I buy it and it's like, I should have bought that, but I did. Yeah. I realize now we're like, hey, buy, buy a bunch of stuff. It's going <laughs> to fill your Disney void. That's not what we're saying. There's plenty of free options. <laughs> but yeah, shop Disney. That's great. I always wait until they're like free shipping. Right, free shipping. I'm like, all right, I have to get something because now right. it's free shipping. And I don't yeah. need to spend $50 to get the free shipping. Or their yearly sales. They yeah. do those twice a year sales or... It, it says twice a year, but I think they do it like every every quarter, it seems. Right. Do you have a Disney store brick and mortar by you? Um, we do. There's only one in the Pittsburgh area, and it's about 25 minutes from me. So it's kind of dangerous, but I actually haven't been there in quite a while just because it's so convenient to shop on Amazon and right. the Shop Disney app. Right. And being at the parks as frequently as I was last year, it, didn't hit me as, as bad as it may this year. Ours is like 10 minutes away. And sometimes yeah. I'll just stroll in there. I'm pretty good actually about not buying material things. Cause I'm like, Oh, if I was going to drop 40 bucks on this, I should just put $40 toward a Disney trip. Like that's much better investment. That's just how I, my brain works, but I'll just walk in there and look at stuff. Yeah. Just to get a little spark of yeah, spark of joy. Like I said, maybe I need a better phrase, but it is, yeah, enjoyable. And I feel like I could go there and like wear Mickey ears if I really wanted to, or mini ears. 
Like you mean case. like wear them into the store? Yeah. Like, I, I'm like <laughs> you know what? Have them in purse, just put them on. Won't be judged. I mean, you could wear them anywhere. No one's stopping you. No one's you could stopping. wear them to Joanne Fabrics if you want. Could. Home Depot. But I would be accepted as in the Disney store. They would take me in as one of their own. I did try to apply for a job there. But they weren't hiring at the time. Yeah. My sister was like, you would hate that. She's like, that would get so annoying. I'm like, you don't even know me. Right. <laughs> Why don't you even know me? How are we even sisters? Yeah. Yeah. I have yeah. a $25 gift card to Disney, and I don't know what to do with it. It's a conundrum. I'm like, do I save, save it for, it when we for go. our trip? Yep, absolutely. Or Tell do I you. just buy that Dante? Don't listen to Matt on this one. Alabrije. I mean, that I want it. <laughs> When it comes to gift cards, I that's like the only time that I am always saving. If I have a Disney gift card, it's always going towards a trip. That's one of the things that I always say. Always love to do because when you get there, it's like, all right, I got all this cash in my pocket. What am I going to do with it? Oh, it's so yeah, great. It is. Nice. And and you're just so much more inhibited about. Again, it sounds like we're just suggesting like, just throwing your money away. But it, but it's <laughs> nice when the you're, only like, category. So so last year I changed schools and it was not. A decision on my part i was basically forced to move and my teacher my fellow teachers were so nice they were like we're gonna miss you so much and they all chipped in and got a disney gift card because they knew we were taking a trip and it was so awesome i forget what it was it was like 70 bucks or something but it was so wonderful just being like yeah, yeah we should get we these margaritas because yeah. this is this is surplus money that is meant to just spend at disney to enjoy our trip even more and so we just bought a bunch of snacks with it basically it was awesome yeah, gift cards, store those bad boys up. Uh, you can use them to pay for your actual trip too, which is nice. Yes, that is very true. But not, coming. not as fun. Well, that's that's also very true. It, it's the best of food and wine though, because those snacks and everything, they can add up quickly. Oh yeah, right. for sure. All right, Rachel. Um, I only have one more, actually. So, and that is finding Disney weirdos like myself. Um, I already mentioned the the Rope Drop Radio sing-along. You know, so just people to connect with. And that is something that we have loved from starting this podcast that we did not expect. And that has just been like an amazing bonus. And one of our very favorite things about this podcast mm -hmm. is just the community that is involved. And just being able to share a love of Disney with other people who really understand because you can talk to other people that enjoy Disney or that, you know, they like watching Disney movies and talk about them to an extent. And then they want you to stop talking about it. <laughs> and you're like, I don't want to stop talking about it. Why are you changing the topic of conversation? Like, right. Um, you keep talking Disney, right? Right. So yeah, it's just been really cool to, to connect with yeah. the various people that we have and to turn on, you know, one of their podcasts and be like, oh, my friends, you know, right. That I've never actually met face to face or a live stream if you can do it. Yeah. Like resort TV does their Friday night. Well, did their Friday night live streams. Uh, last night I sat in on Monday morning monorails, hundredth episode live stream chatting with you now, Matt. It's like, yeah, there's connecting with like-minded people and just talking about your passion is a huge, huge way. I just, I just want to take it a step further and hang out like, at the parks yeah which is which the complete opposite get, of what we're yeah. talking about here yeah. so this is how we but no i i completely agree i think 
this was one of the top things on the list that I created as well. Just the amazing people that you're able to meet because of that shared interest that happens to be Disney that, you know, some people may think, Oh, this is weird. But whenever you meet somebody who loves Disney, it's like the coolest thing ever. Yeah. Yeah. Like, did we just become best friends? (laughs) Exactly. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And, you know, there's like Facebook groups, which are kind of fun to be a part of. Sometimes there's some real crazy stuff that happens, but tends to be a little impersonal. I think like I, I much, I get much more out of like, sitting and having a conversation, connecting via Zoom or whatever. And um, even on Twitter, I feel like you can have more one-on-one exchanges, whereas like Facebook groups, it's like somebody asks a question and 50 people respond. But there's some good, there are some good stuff in those. I wonder if there's Disney Discord groups. There, yeah. I've actually been a part of one, yes. But it kind of fell apart. Did it? Uh, yeah, it, it lasted for like two months and then it just kind of fizzled out. Like, yeah. I think everybody, because there was just so much going on. It was just like, all right, this is getting kind of annoying with all these alerts. Yeah, I could see that. But I could also see how it could be really cool because you can jump into different chat rooms and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, well, we've got our little crew that's going to talk. We just saw Onward, so we're going to talk about Onward or whatever. So anyway, all right, that's a good one, Rachel. Um, that was also on my list. Um, here's my final one. Uh, doing ride-throughs. Oh, all right. So we love, especially with our kid, watching ride-throughs. It's, and for him, it's like, well, we're, ri- we're doing Tower of Terror, right? Dad, we're doing Tower of Terror. But I love just sitting through the ride-throughs, and it's great. I mean, it really is. It's not, it's not the same. But one thing I've seen people doing during the social isolation <laughs> is recreating scenes, or sometimes the entire ride, in their home and i've been telling rachel like uh, when i'm on spring break next week we have to do this i don't know we don't know what we're going to do yet but we're going to pick a ride and just kind of do the best that we can to recreate it i just think that'd be so much fun doing it and sending our kid through it and you don't have to be a kid to do it but yeah i just love that and i, I love that it's happening and yeah it's very funny yeah, to watch very funny I'm very glad you brought that up because that was one of the things that I was going to mention just in this isolation period, how people are taking their love for the parks and just making it into their house and these short videos. Like I think the splash mountain one is my favorite that I've seen. There's a, it's a lot. <laughs> yeah. And there's just a small child in the front. And he's just so shocked. Yeah. Just so shocked at everything that's happening. It is, yeah. It's so funny. Yeah. That was really good. I think my favorite so far is maybe the pirates one. Mm, that was good too. Oh, on TikTok, somebody did one of Tower of Terror, and I don't know how they did the effect. But they did some video editing where you know how you're dropping in the tower, and like the, the like the I just shook our whole computer, but like the the scene, like the window goes by in front of you, and then you go back up, and there it is again. Uh-huh. He like did that effect on video. Huh. It was super cool, but yeah, it's really fun. So look look for ours. We're gonna do. I'm telling you, Rachel. You, right. you don't do it. Me and Cedric are doing it. I'm into it. Sure. <laughs> All right. I think that exhausts my list. Matt, do you have any others? Um, I guess the only other thing that I would mention is listening to Disney podcasts. Um, mm. Just in principle. Okay. Yeah. We, I mean, that's how, that's how we connected. Uh, yes. Just based on the, the podcast community, but you, you kind of touched on it before. It's, it's not necessarily the podcast, but it's the people that you meet through it. Uh, just 
the community is so amazing and like you said Rachel it's like oh I'm listening to the show and I feel like I'm best friends with this person but I've never actually met them face to face yeah so it's it's just a really cool thing that happens yeah for sure love that we're talking to our best friends right now they're sitting there eating their hey Cheetos <laughs> eating their Mickey good. waffles really and no, I love when you're like listening to a podcast and you just want to chime in like oh yeah I feel that way too or how could you possibly feel that way I know I'm always getting on like I'll be listening and I'm usually a late podcast listener I'm like oh I'm like way behind but I'll like get on you know some kind of social media and be like hey I know I'm late to this but my favorite you know dance song is this or I totally agree with you about yeah. this thing you said two weeks ago everyone wants to talk about their favorite insert blank here yeah so those are always fun episodes to listen to when people do their their lists and things of that sort all right yeah so well, so that does it podcast right? you should definitely check out love of the mouse. love of the mouse and hear matt and hmm? never mind Nothing. <laughs> well, Tori in the background there is occasionally on the show. Yes, occasionally. Um, so. Yeah, so where can people find you in your show? Um, so you can find our show pretty much anywhere that podcasts are streaming. You can find us there. Just search Love of the Mouse Podcast. You can connect with us on Twitter at LOTM Podcast, Instagram at LOTM Podcast, and Facebook. If you search Love of the Mouse Podcast, you'll find us. Um, our logo, you know, my my beautiful face plastered everywhere so <laughs> all that, that good stuff um so yeah just uh anywhere that podcasts are found it's yeah. that's where we are love of the mouse and that's true if you search that you'll find it um are you guys still selling real men love frozen shirts absolutely nice oh yeah I, that's oh, what yeah. i born tonight yeah I, I got one of those bad boys yeah what were you thinking um so matt teamed up with um Hyperion Adventures podcast to make a shirt for one of their show catchphrases and you designed it, right? I did design it. Yes. You did a great job on that. Thank you. Yeah, it was. So I was talking with Tom on Twitter and it was just like, Oh, we were conversing, you know, going back and forth and it just happened. It was like, you know, I should make this into a shirt. And he was like, I'd buy one. And then I think you chimed in and you were like, I'd buy one. <laughs> I was like, so the next day I, I went on my computer, I designed it and I was like, Hey, Tom, check this out. Uh, you want to do it? He's like, yeah, absolutely. Let's do it. Awesome. Yeah. So it's been, uh, it's been really fun and just kind of getting to know them and making this, uh, this club essentially out of people who love frozen and guys who love frozen. I just think it's so funny. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I unabashedly wear that shirt. I try to wear it around my nieces who love frozen all the time. And I swear they have not picked up that it's a frozen shirt. Yeah. I don't I've know. Seen it. But they can't really read. Can't One of them read can read, that so well. that's yeah. probably that's probably why. Right. All right. That. Well, I'm thankful for our listeners who are enjoying this on the isolation that we're currently in, and hopefully you're feeling a sense of connectivity. Um, Matt, I'm glad you were able to join us. I just reached out. I was like, we need to get together. Just wanted to hang and talk, and then I was mm -hmm. like, "Well, should we do the timely topic or something else?" And we all thought, "Well, oh, let's just do the timely topic." And it's, it's good. It's been refreshing, refreshing to think about yeah. these things. Yes. So I, I really appreciate you guys reaching out and 
like bringing me back onto the show. So I'm glad that I didn't, you know, scare you guys away the first time. No, you're great. You, I think, are officially the first repeat guest. Repeat guest. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's exciting. Quite an honor. Yeah. We bestow this honor upon the. We'll have to send you a button or something. <laughs> and I will send you a Steelers button. In return. <laughs> that will show my gratitude. Yeah. I'm still trying to figure out a way that I listen to podcasts when I don't have a commute. Because to your point about that being. that is so how I connect with Disney. I'm just listening to Disney podcasts all the time. Yeah. But I have not been able to. I know. My brain can't have that on and lesson plan. Just can't. So that's why I have it on when I'm like, Oh yeah. She'll cook and have shows on. Yeah. It's great. Alexa play. Yeah. (laughs) Play love of the mouse. Playing. Cool. Well, thanks for taking time out of your night to join us. I, we'll have to do this again sometime. Sounds yeah. good. Even if we don't record it, we can still hang out. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Well, we're a podcast. We'll we're always po- yeah. record it. <laughs> we'll always record it. There's always something. Cool. Well, thanks for listening, and we will catch you all next time. Hopefully, you take some of these ideas and get some Disney magic from them. Yeah. Thank you, Matt, and thank you all for being a part of our world. Bye. Bye. Sweet. Thanks for joining us this week and being a part of our world. Please reach out to us on social media. We can be found at Part of Our World Podcast on Instagram or Facebook and on Twitter at P O O W Podcast. You could also shoot us an email, Part of Our World Podcast at gmail.com, or call into our voicemail, 614 392 8147. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time, have a magical day. <laughs> Are you ready? Up to Neverland. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye.